Welcome to the Rebuilding the Beast podcast. I'm your host, Fessa Zili, NBA champ, and I love a good comeback story because my life has been made up of several comeback stories. I hope this podcast inspires you to understand that rebuilding is just the beginning. Hope you can take the tips from the lessons and the stories that you hear and apply it to your life as well. Welcome to Rebuilding the Beast. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to another year, 2023. Let's just call it the year of the beast. All right. I want to start this year with some fun. And I did a giveaway the last episode. If you didn't listen to it, you missed out on something cool. But don't worry. This year, I'm going to do a little bit more, uh, a lot more. Actually, I'm in the giving mood in 23. I want to give and accept more in 2023. That's my New Year's resolution. What's yours? Anyway, this episode, I had an idea. My favorite question is the last question in every episode. What would you say, if you could, to your younger self? What advice would you give him or her if you could talk to him? That question for me has been so inspiring. This podcast and the questions that I ask are because I want us all to understand that we're all going through the same thing. We're all doing our best. And if we understand that truly, then it inspires empathy. And also, I just hope that we're able to fight a little bit harder because we hear somebody else going through the same. So this episode is going to be a compilation of the final question. And I hope you can learn something from these questions because these guests are all incredible. Okay. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. And enjoy the episode. All right, so we're going to kick it off with one of my favorites. I used to love watching Jim Fredette play at BYU, and he was incredible. He was Steph Curry before Steph Curry. He used to knock down these long-range shots, and he just felt like the all-American citizen. Going from being drafted in the lottery, drafted number 10 in the NBA, he talks us through his NBA journey and then rebuilding himself and going to China. He scores 70 points, seven zero points multiple times in China. And his whole journey so far, what would you say to your younger self, Jimmer? I would tell him, you know, the one thing that for me, um, you know, when I was when I was younger, my whole goal, everything was always to make it to the NBA, right? To make it to the NBA. That was it. I just wanted to make it to the NBA. That's all I thought about. That's all I wanted to do. And that's not the, the regret I had. The regret I had was that the fact that I didn't make any goals past that. Like that was it. Right. So now it's like when I got to the NBA, I was like, okay, so now what do I do? Right. It's like, I didn't have any goals to be like an all-star in the NBA. I didn't have any goals to be a rookie of the year. I didn't have any goals to be a venture capitalist or to, you know, have a certain amount of, you know, friends or something like that after the NBA or in the NBA. Like I just had that one goal and it served me well to get there. But then at that point, it's like, what do I do afterwards? So now I've tried to figure out like what, how to make goals and reach goals, um, you know, for myself and, uh, you know, for my, my future career and all that stuff. So I, I wish I would have thought about that a little bit more when I was growing up, life after basketball, life, you know, inside of the NBA, life, you know, doing different things with family and all that stuff. But I just didn't think about it um, because I had this one singular mindset, which, like I said, it made me, you know, be able to get to where I needed to be. But then afterwards, it 
created a, you know, a little bit of a bumpier path, but, um, yeah, I wouldn't change that. I love it, but that was probably what I tell myself. Jimmer, I definitely needed to hear that. It's a new year and the idea of being specific with your goals and your dreams is very appropriate right now. Next guest, Wesley Hamilton. He appeared on Netflix's Queer Eye after he was shot twice. Paralyzed from the waist down, tells his story. But on this show, he confronts his assailant, the guy who shot him. And he says thank you to him. Thank you. Because really, since this whole thing happened, my whole life changed for the better. I've been able to get myself out of the mindset that I was in before. His story was incredible, and you have to listen to it. But here's what Wesley had to say at the end of the show. If I could talk to old Wesley, <laughs> Wes back then. <laughs> um, I talked to Wes back then. Uh, I think the, the main thing that I would say would be, have you took time to know you? Have you took time to love you? And again, I'm coming from the point of already being lost because I think in my whole life I was lost and never knew what direction I could go in. But I always say that if someone, I, I give it to people, but even if I was aware of self-love, if I was aware of creating an identity, then that, that would have shifted my whole life. And so it's not, oh man, life is going to get better, you know, follow the journey. Like life changes when you become aware of who you are, then that's, that'd be the only thing I tell them because that journey, it could be 50 years old and now you're ready to step up. But once you become aware of who you are, your life change. And that's the only advice. No money tied to it. No fate. It's all inside. When you figure out who you are from the inside out and everything on the outside changes. Once you figure out things on the inside, everything on the outside changes. That advice is timeless. Okay. All right, let's keep this going. Next up, we got India Sean. Now, India Sean is an artist. She's been in the industry for 10 years. She just got her first headlining tour. Now, I'm so proud of her because the success had come, it's, it's come really from a lot of work, a lot of perseverance, a lot of persistence. She takes us through her story. You know, at, at one point, she was driving Uber, just trying to fuel her dreams. What does India Sean now have to say to young India? I would tell baby India mm. to believe in herself, as cliche as that sounds. Stop doubting, um, stop comparing, and really trust that you have what it takes to fulfill all of your dreams. That's amazing. Believe in your dreams. Believe in yourself. Don't compare. You've heard the, the old adage, comparison is a thief of joy. I'm taking that with me everywhere. Okay, let's, let's keep it going. Alexa Mansour is an actress, our next guest. You would know her from the Walking Dead series. She explains her journey coming from being a bullied kid to now being an actress that's famous and what that whole journey has entailed. I wonder what she would say to a younger self now? I would just, I would look at her and I'd say, you're awesome. I think that little Alexa really needed someone to tell her like, you're awesome and you're going to be really cool one day. I know that if a little, that if little Alexa met me right now, she'd fangirl so hard. So yeah, everything's going to be okay, little girl. 
That's so cool. Imagine being a fan of yourself now. Your younger self is a fan of you now. You've had, that ha, you have to be so proud if that's the case. Our next guest, Corey Phelps. He was on the show Too Large. And at the time, he weighed over 600 pounds. Since then, he's lost over 300 pounds. This show is about rebuilding your beast. But he talks about the things that led to him being so heavy and what he was going through at the time. Bipolar disorder, being homeless. He fought through all these things. And now he is such a beast. He's such a stud. Here we go. Corey Phelps. Honestly and truly, I think about this all the time. Because I always revert back to when I was in that car. Um, and I just uh, I just want to go back and let myself know that the position you're in isn't your fault, no matter what people tell you, no matter what your family tries to say. The position that you are in right now isn't something that you should have ever been in, that you are worthy of love. Um, and that you deserve to have people in your life who love you, who respect you, who care for you, who you can depend on. When I first came homeless, I didn't know who I was going to reach out to and ask for help. I had no clue because I had spent so long isolating myself from everyone. And the only person I reached out to was my Aunt Kristen. And luckily she took me in because Lord knows where I would be right now without her. Um, And she helped me get into a shelter and everything else. Uh, And it's just uh, know that you are worthy of love know that one it's not your fault and two even if you fuck up today get back up tomorrow and try because you're gonna get there and this is not where your story ends if anything this is where it begins you are loved we're all loved i hope that hearing that podcast episode made you feel that really appreciate it Corey. next episode is crystal adesanya she was on the Forbes 30 on the 30 list. She's a founder of the company, is a women's health company called Get Kira. Inspiring, super incredible story. One of the first few black women that raised a million dollars. Here you go. Let's just hear what she has to say to her younger self. Crystal leaving Nigeria, coming to America was, she was an interesting person. And I always wanted to know. So I'll just tell my young self to just chill out. Right, relax. Like mm-hmm. everything will work out the way it's supposed to. Um, of course, you work hard, but know how to relax and not take yourself too seriously. That's beautiful. If there's somebody who believes in herself, it's our next guest, Chloe Arnold. You know, she is a world renowned choreographer, Emmy nominated actress, producer. She just she actually has a movie out right now on Apple Plus that she choreographed. It's called Spirited. It was the Christmas movie with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Her story of believing in herself is incredible. She turned down a ride to Harvard to go to New York, right? She still went to Columbia, but she turned down Harvard to go to Columbia because she wanted to be in the epicenter of dance. That's how much she believed in her dreams. But she also did a few things along the way. Now, What does she have to say to a younger self about that belief? I think that I would primarily just say to to lean into the belief that it's possible and that everything is possible. I think that it can be so difficult when you're so little and the, the obstacles are so large, right? 
But I think just the daily reminder that it's possible and that just the you can do it. The You know, I think ultimately, bottom line, I always think about, you know, I think I was sharing when I pray, I just pray to be alive. I just pray for health and life. And I want that for all everyone, you know, and then the rest of it, I'm willing to work for. And I think I would just remind my younger self that you can do it. Whatever it is, like, don't let fear override your personal faith. Ooh, Chloe, believing in yourself is so important. Matter of fact, since we're on this theme, the next guest is also on the same theme. Kevin Alusula. He is the beatboxer in the group Pentatonics. Now, they've won three Grammys, but the story to get in here was not laid at all. The path was not paved. He was on track to being a doctor. But meanwhile, he was also cello boxing. He, he was perfecting this art of cello boxing, learning Chinese, just an incredible human. And he gets a call from a band saying, hey, we need an extra, we need a beatboxer for our group. What do you think for this competition? He's like, I, I have, I'm actually writing my finals right now, but I will join you when I'm done. He joins them the day before the competition. They go on to win, to form this band. And he really takes us through the journey of starting a band and what it looks like and starting a family. And, and really, um, his story is phenomenal. But if you want to be inspired, listen to Kevin DeLusula. Man, that's a good question. There's more inside of you than you could ever know. I know at this very moment, you are scared out of your mind because you don't know how this is going to work. I know that this is a path that doesn't seem sure or medicine seems so sure. Trust God fully because he has every single part of this path mapped out for you. And you're going to see parts of you that you didn't even realize was inside of you. Mm -hmm. If you trust God in the path, don't be anxious because there's a lot of anxiety <laughs> ridden moments Remember who sent you on this path for love and to share love. And on this path, you're going to grow into a, to somebody that you're going to be very proud of. Mm. That's what I would tell him. Oh, you're always going to get a word when you get Kevin Alusala on the podcast. When you get him speaking and rolling, you are always going to be filled with the spirit and inspired. Our next guest, Marcellus Wiley, NFL pro bowler turned broadcaster. But before this, he was... He grew up in Compton and made it to the Ivy League and then made it to the NFL from there. All improbable. Each step improbable. This conversation was really important for me because I needed to hear about life after sports as well. So we dive into all that. But I'm sure you've seen Marcellus on ESPN's Sports Nation or Fox Speak for Yourself. Now he's hosting the, the More To It podcast. He is just an incredible human and a lot of this conversation I can relate to because I understood this journey as well. So here we go. His answer to the question about what he would tell his younger self. Man, you're going to make me cry on that one. God dang. You know what? The toughest part about answering that question is not any of the things we really discussed. I was built for this journey. I was built for this, this ride. I wasn't built to lose my mom. I wasn't built to lose my best friend because so much of what I do is selfless. Like even playing football when it hurt and I hated it because it hurt. 
even though I was great at it, it hurt. I would muster up more courage because I was doing it for others. And then when you look at your paradigm and you look at how you build up your love in this world and it gets knocked down from the top. Like I was a teddy bear. I was a mama's boy. Mm. And my mom passed away when I was 30 years old. I don't know if I had known that when I was young that I would enjoy all of this external success, but I couldn't share with my mom would I have pursued it the same way because I was doing it for my mom. And that hurts. It hurts to be here right now and not have my mama here. It hurts to not have my best friend here who I lost when I was young. It, it really does. So the answer that, like in terms of job and occupation and courage and picking myself up and rebuilding the beast, dog, I was, I was put on this planet to do just that. But I don't think I was put here to experience all of that and not have them as my passengers. So to answer it, I would have prepared that young version for like, yo, that level of heartache you're going to experience, be prepared for. And I'm still not prepared, dog, as you can hear by my response. Like, it's like weird. I live in like an alt universe sometimes. Like, I'm doing this for my kids. I'm doing this for my wife. I'm doing this for Marcel. I'm doing this for my family. And then literally it feels like someone let some air out of that balloon. Mama not here. Corby's not here. And others. But it really doesn't leave me in any moment that no matter what I do, no matter what I achieve, it feels a little incomplete because of the void they left in my heart. I am going home tonight after this conversation. <laughs> a great reminder to love the ones that we have with us right now. You know, at the end of the day, I know we're striving for success and doing all the things, but a reminder that life is priceless. Enjoy our people right now. Our last guest is a good friend of mine. His name is Thomas Vu. He is the head of franchise development for Riot Games. And he's been a part of a bunch of different portfolio companies. But what's really important about his life, because he just won an Emmy for a TV show that he created. What's really important is this conversation was about meditation. It was about how mindfulness has helped him reach and claim higher heights in his life. So I wonder what he would say to his younger self about that. It's hard for me to pinpoint one. Maybe there's a few that I would, I would tell my younger self. You know, I would say to my younger self um, that the world is inherently a really good place, a really beautiful and bountiful place. And that it's just my mindset that prevents me, my limiting beliefs that prevent me from seeing it. That, that's like, I think that's one really important takeaway for, for my younger self, you know? Um, my younger self, you know, I was playing football, so everything was competitive, you know? Everything was like this race, you know? Like, can I outwork, can I, you know? And it's like, actually, can we all win together? I wow. think it's a really important concept. Um, and today it's like, I don't see um, a win-lose situation in anything. It's all win-win. Like, how do I win with you, you know? And I think it's, it's, it's really amazing. And then I would tell myself, um, you know, my religious upbringing is Christianity, you know, like, and as a, undoubtedly you, you, you're, you know, the dogma and all that stuff is, you know, and sort of like, 
I found Buddhism and Taoism and uh, and uh, um, you know the 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 the, the Torah. I, I, every religion, you know, like yeah. has such beautiful things in it. It's as though there was one idea of consciousness, and everybody took pieces from it and interpreted themselves their way. You know, and uh, I would tell myself like, like expand your your mind into all these realms because that's where you're gonna get the complete picture. I love it. And uh, and it's universal. When you have that, like, it's hard to judge someone or hard to be to be like feel separation or yeah. us versus them when you like ingrain yourself in their culture when you're with them when you're when you understand their religion when you understand how they're how they they're brought up and you understand the path that they walk and at the end of the day you'll never know the complete picture but you can go a long way and you just find that we're all the same we're really all the same when you see the news or when you see something like saying like one group did this to another group or like there's a war and whatnot like you know there's realize that there's a person on the other side and they're scared too and they're trying to make sense of all this. And you realize that, you know, it's not, it's very easy to be like, those people are evil or those people are not good. It's not like that at all. It really isn't. Okay, I got to end this on saying, I'm so inspired. I got to go change my New Year's resolution list now because everybody on here, all these beautiful guests, they came on and they gave a piece of themselves, a piece of knowledge. I hope it inspired you because it definitely did for me. Happy New Year to you all, and I can't wait to hear you soon or speak to you soon. I'm still figuring out how this thing works. <laughs> all right, guys. Talk to you later. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Real Me's podcast. I hope that was as inspiring for you as it was for me. Please don't forget to hit subscribe, like, and share with a friend so more people can hear more of this inspiring, amazing messages and stories. Until next time, this is... The building.